We would be honored if you would join us. Ojaba. Ojaba. You just go. We are already live and on, so this is, this is the editor's <laughs> problem when you have to cut all this shit out. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. Hello, hello, hello there. Hi. Welcome to Thule Squadron Radio. My name is Ayit. And this is Yen. And I am also Ayit. Yes. It, it doesn't work as well when we're only two, but we'll make it work. We'll make it work. Uh, we're, we're trying to fill up the void with ourselves. Be louder, bigger. Bigger. Yes, and uh, thank you to uh, Twitch viewers for helping us with the sound check and the leveling. <laughs> uh, we've been struggling. For some reason, I appear low, which if anybody ever met me, I'm not. So if that's still the case in the podcast, then uh, you should write the editor. He will totally fix yeah. it. Or feedback at backtodials.com. That's true. True, those two. Um. Did you know, by the way, that that domain is for sale? Really? <laughs> it is. Um, so I don't actually think your emails is going to get through. But uh, the point is that backtodials.com is shoppable from GoDaddy auctions. Let's see. Uh, it is currently on auction. The current bid is 91 Danish kroner. So that'll be like, I don't know, $14, $13. And yeah, the like estimated value of said domain is a whopping around $1,500. That's what they think it's worth. Wow. So okay. that was your weekly PSA on the stocks for <laughs> the stonks. The stonks. Um, uh, it would be interesting. Take that uh, domain and see how much feedback they actually get. Yes, that would actually be interesting. <laughs> From all the things. So, yeah, and how are you? I am. Uh, I, I I am pretty good, but I'm also I've also been like ridiculously busy. So, work is crushing. Yes. Soul crushing. Soul crushing. How about you? I, you, you just said it. Oh, keeping pretty busy and uh, work is soul crushing. Yeah, good thing we have an alternative outlet, and you know, can just play some X-wing. Well, sure, sure. Yeah. If we had time for X-wing, um, that too. <laughs> that too. Now I'm sort of in a like. Uh, 50 hour a week phase right now which is like not really sustainable but hopefully it'll only be for another few weeks so oh wow 50 hours a week you find that's not sustain that's 
Wow. Oh, Icelanders yeah. are so different. No, 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 no. I don't, I, I don't think you are. Pretty, yeah. Very, that's pretty normal in Iceland. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah. I mean, you, you do the eight hours and then you do a couple of hours over, overtime. What? Yeah. Is that because there's nothing to do on this barren Arctic island? No, no, you just got to work and, you know, put it in there. Yeah. Okay. I forget you're only Nordic and not Scandinavian. I mean, us Scandinavians, we're yeah, like, we, we think everything above like 35, 37 hours is a bit of a push. Yeah, it's barbaric. Huh. I thought you were a welfare state. We kind of are, but, you know, we there's only 350,000 of us. We got to make up, a, up the difference. Yeah, okay, I guess that's it. GDP. I guess that's fair. On the other hand, I mean, in Iceland, how much sort of travel time can you can you have to your job? Uh, Everything is sort of around the corner, right? Yeah, travel time is uh, probably a little different in Iceland than in other places. Yeah, I let me see. I was driving like. 12 13 minutes to my job and then i changed venue and now i'm three minutes and i'm okay with that now. <laughs> but you're still you're still driving yeah <laughs> oh well yeah the weather's pretty shitty so i don't want to walk in that okay uh a quick poll in our twitch chat shows that a hundred percent of the current viewers i.e both of them uh, thinks it would be nice to move to Iceland. Um, yeah, we'd love to have you. Then you would be um, 350,000 and two. And two. That's so you could all like go to work like one minute less or something. Ah, I don't know. We just have 0.1% more uh, inflation. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Okay, and uh, after that little uh, sort of geopolitical uh, detour, mm-hmm. um, and thanks to Neda Misuno and Mystic in the chat um, for sharing, including Netter's, instead of worrying about Russia, I would need to worry about volcanoes. It sounds great. <laughs> yeah, of the two, I'd rather pick the volcanoes, honestly. Yeah, honestly, I mean, at least they are, they're more predictable, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess. I, I, more contained, at least. You know, yeah, that volcano goes off, it's fine. We know it, we just don't go there. Or actually, we do go there all the time. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have any active ones near Reykjavik at the moment? Uh, no, we had a short run couple of months ago uh, yeah. I missed it again I'll yeah. come vi- I'll come visit soon yeah you've been saying that for a while yeah I have <laughs> I have I know okay uh let's get on with the plan here so oh news. yeah we have a plan we have a plan it's a, it's a bit different today but but news yes oh sorry about that <clears throat> Um, so, uh, we got an announcement that the, a points change is imminent. Yeah. In a couple of weeks. 
And I mean, I don't know if we talked about it on air, but we sort of been wondering at least, like, will there be a point change connected to the Yavin release? Because obviously they're giving new points. So, but how much are they going to change? Um, yeah. And I have a screenshot here of something somewhere on Facebook. I don't know where. Uh, where Atomic Mass Games says an X-Wing point adjustment is coming ahead of the Battle of Yavin scenario pack release. Thank you all for your patience. We are super appreciative that y'all are so heavily invested in these games. It does say y'all. That is interesting. The grammar or uh, or the point (laughs) stage? (laughs) Both, actually. Yeah. That's very uncorporate speak, but yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I wonder if there, it'll be uh, any major changes or if they're just dumping the new points ahead of the release. Yeah, I'm thinking it's more than that. But, uh, but we'll get to speculate on that later today. Uh, but I also think the timing is a bit interesting because last time when they released points, they released them like well ahead of time. Like if you looked at the uh, uh, takes effect by date, uh, it was like quite a long time in the future, like two weeks or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and when she yeah, yeah, been releasing again, October twenty eighth. Ah, okay. Yeah, oh yeah, that's on the 28th. And I don't know if you remember, but last time there was this big issue that the that the UK qualifier, I think it was, right, was before the uh official sort of takes effect by date. Yeah. But it was significantly after it was like over a week after the um the actual release date of the points, and mm-hmm. and we also we always get into this trouble when they. I mean, in theory, it should be good that they are, you know, giving us good warning, right? So all the squad builders have time to change, and we can all think, you know, and if we are attending an event after, we have some time to figure out, you know, what to fly and all that. But the problem is that is not how the X-wing community works. <laughs> because Yaspi and Launch Bay Next are updated within eight hours, and then the people who are going to an event the following weekend, if that thing still follows the old points, they're just screwed, and everything breaks down, and people end up using the new points like the day after. Yeah. So. <laughs> Quite the predicament. Yes, and and this time we do have like the GSP Galaxy's final, is on October twenty second. So like a week and a half from from the time of recording here. Um, so I guess it's quite likely we will get the points before that, but probably close enough before that that they're still going to play it with old points? Uh, probably. I mean, uh, the official thing, it it only takes effect like a week after they post it or something like that? Yeah, it will probably take release from the Yavin release date, I would think. Yeah. So, 
I would suspect, I mean, I can't speak for what GSP decides to do, but I would think Dion would like to stick to old points. I don't think you want a, a like an alternative worlds, which it's like, this is like TTS worlds, right? Um, I don't yeah. think you want that to be in a, like in a brand, brand new meta. Um, no. So, I mean, people take, uh, yeah, I was, it's always, yeah, you wouldn't want, uh, or maybe you do want like a totally fresh meta on a, on a tournament. Yeah. Tournament wise, maybe not from player's perspective where you don't know anything. No, I I think, I think different players will have different perspective on this. I personally love new metas. I think mm-hmm. they're super exciting, and if I had my way, we would, you know, have like every three months we'll have a big shakeup. Uh, but it's just, you know, it caters to a different kind of player. Yeah. Like if you're one of those who fly really well, but you couldn't list build your way out of, you know, a kindergarten, then, then, then you probably don't want a new meta. Um. Oh wait, <laughs> Sami, uh, the Nether Mizuno just uh, sent me a cre- screenshot, oh. and it has updated with corporate speak. Wait, wait, I, I'm gonna have to just copy. Copy image. Let me paste that into the with the other image. I hope you're all right with me uh, calling you out for sending me, me this. Not just that. No, it's not the same release. Just where's that coming from? I don't know. I'm not seeing your image anywhere. I put it in the show notes. Oh, you put it in the show notes. That's very mm-hmm. thoughtful of you. Uh, Netter. In what? Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually know where that is coming from. That was uh, okay. a response to an Amada post uh, that I just recently read on uh, on. MG's Facebook page. They say uh, somebody was saying uh, stop the narrative and in the Amada post starting to talk about X-Wing stuff and Atomic Mass Games responded with thank you for your feedback. It's always good to hear what you all want. We understand that not every release is thrilling for every player. However, we love narratives here at AMG. So if you're waiting for them to go away, we advise you not to. Hard. (laughs) So, yeah. There is that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, it just so happens that yep. uh, Nordics, which is like early November, will be new points. Yeah. And uh, I heard we are we are closing in on forty signups at the moment, so uh, it should Not be a decent sized crowd. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, Nordics usually is the smallest of the of the world qualifier SOS. Yeah. Uh, and uh, maybe we'll have a guest. Uh, unplanned guest aid. That Andreas might drop by. Ooh, nice. Um. So um. So I don't know. I mean, I didn't plan this. Um. <laughs> I okay. am just here. Anyway. Uh. Well, we will talk more about points later, but I think we should move on to our Thule segment challenge. Challenge! Challenge of the fourth night. So, uh, we announced this last time. Uh, The basic premise here is that uh, the challenger uh, presents a challenge to the challengee. um, And then the challengee prepares it for the next time. And we changed it a little bit for this first time. So uh, you challenged me and uh, we said that you would do so a few days after last episode. So naturally you did it like, I don't know, four hours ago. Yeah, today. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, what is your challenge? I challenged you to uh, tell us why force is OP, overpowered. Yes. And we all know that I hate flying things that has force points. So I'm really, really, uh, it's really, it's really good for me to, to have this chance. I'm very thankful for it. Uh, and I will also <laughs> try not to use my peasant voice. Oh, I know you will. Um, so uh, why is the force overpowered? I mean, force is just crazy good because it's passive bots, right? Um, and and for some pilots, it just means that, you know, you don't need to worry about your focus mods for offense. Uh, you can just lock and be double modded. Or you can have extra force for defense. You can freely spend your focus on offense. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, or in some ships, you can like reposition and you can still have mods. It's fantastic. Uh, or, you know, somebody drops a chaff cloud. You get jammed. I have force. What are you talking about? I still have mods. Actually, that's probably the strongest suit of of force at the moment. But, and there's not really any reasonable way to deny force regen. Most of the other things that people can do in in X-Wing, you can sort of stop in some way, but you cannot stop people from regening force. It just happens. Well, with a little asterisk, you could fly to Pusk and a Hawk, but I mean, who's going to do that? So, yeah. Uh, it was a hawk, right? Or was it a Y-Wing? I don't know. It was that scum pack. I think it's hawk, a hawk. Hawk, it, hawk. It, it's a crazy effect that nobody else can do, so it's probably a hawk, right? That 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 checks. Yeah. That's that that flies. Yeah. yeah. That flows. Absolutely. So but I wanna do wanna point out about the force, which uh, I frequently get into discussions with people about, and feel free to disagree if you are also one of those people who are wrong is that the first force that you have on a pilot is way more important than the subsequent force. Like two force is not twice as good as one force, not even close. And free force is only slightly better than two force. I know people feel differently about this, but like it doesn't work like that because you only regen one force per round. So if we are assuming that you are probably about spending that one force you're regening most rounds, then 
if you have more force, then any force you have above the first is essentially just a once per game calculate. Because yeah. once you start using more than one, then eh. uh, the first force is like an every round calculate. So that's much better. And there are, of course, cases where it is not true. And this is the, these are the cases where you should pay some kind of notice because they are a bigger force pool is actually quite meaningful. So, yeah. for instance, if you're Luke Skywalker, you yeah. regen force when you shoot him. And Luke with one force would be less powerful than Luke with two, for sure. And, I mean, everybody would be less powerful with one force apart from two. But Luke's force pool of two is much more meaningful than other people's two. Yeah, so much more meaningful than two. Yeah, yeah one. I mean, in practice, then Luke actually probably rarely runs out. Um, I would think. Well, uh, his defense never runs out. His right? defense never runs out. He is like glitter stemmed on defense. Uh, in, yeah. in, I mean, he can roll double eyes, eyeballs when he has one force, but it's very unlikely. Both that he only has one force and that he rolls two eyeballs. And well, in any case, he gets to spend the one force he regen. But you yes. know, we get your drift. Yeah. Then you have things that add force regen. And uh, those are super strong, especially on uh, on force users with a lot of force. So you can have like hate. Uh, that requires you to get shot, uh, malice that requires you to shoot, uh, patient and compassion um, also have their triggers and, and downsides. Uh, and, and so they all sort of add like additional force regen. Uh, and that is super strong. And that's why, why people fly it. Um, uh, just yeah. a second. Are we getting... Crash, party crasher? Yes. Okay. So, um, but overall, I mean, the first force, you get so much more out of than any subsequent force. So you do get these, like the single force ship is usually your best bang for the buck. And in a many cases, with, when this turns into the sort of in the OP category, is usually when you just add the force with a crew. So, I mean, we all remember how good Boba was when he flew around with Maul or Sam when he flew around with Dooku. Um, yeah. And maybe especially like the, the, the eternal classic being the Palp Shuttle, uh, which is actually a Reaper these days. But that's like a force for your whole list, which means that yeah. not only does it regen every turn, you're probably also, you have a very high chance of actually having use for it every turn. So you get yeah. very high efficiency out of that single shared calculate force thing. It's kind of like a budget Hera. Yeah, that is, uh, it's like Hera before Hera was cool, uh, you can say, in many ways. Um, okay, I'm just watching out for Andreas here. Uh, sometimes uh, force also comes with special abilities, uh, either pilot abilities. I mean, most force users have a pilot ability, usually one that tells them to spend the force to do something cool, or mm -hmm. even force power upgrades uh, that can be quite strong. Like 
uh, instinctive aim. I don't need a lock. I'll just spend a force and it's fine. I mean, we see that on like Whisper Kylo right now. Yeah. Um, and uh, you have other of these sort of shattering shots and put on a lot of things, extreme maneuvers, brilliant evasion, or sort of the, the top picks, I think, for, for force powers. So, I mean, totally OP, right? I mean, not only can you use them for focus conversions, you can also do all kinds of things that you're not able to do. Right. So, but since this is a, a, a podcast with a high level of uh, sort of journalistic integrity, because I think we are widely known for that, right? Um, oh, yeah. Just for the sake of balance, I now also feel compelled to talk about why the force is actually not that big of a deal. And uh, we're just going to invite Andreas on here. Um, so when he clicks the accept button, he will be able to speak. Uh, I hope. Here there we go. go. Hi, Andreas. Hi. Hi. Hello there. Uh, Hello. We are just finishing off a segment, then we'll, 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 we'll get back to you. Of course. Okay. So... Uh, now that I've told everybody why force is overpowered, as I said, for journalistic balance only, not because I feel that I need to, I also feel compelled to talk about why the force is not that big of a deal. So, uh, I mean, back in the day, if you blocked uh, an ace, he was in trouble, unless he had the force, because he wouldn't get any tokens for defense and everything would be bad for him. But that doesn't really matter that much now because now we can just take a red focus. Um, on top of that, force pilots... Oh, sorry? No, on the flip side, you don't have to stress yourself if you have force. No, no, no. That is true. That is true. But, I mean, would you rather have your Shuntia killed or be stressed? I mean, no, you were I mean, probably going to stress yourself doesn't anyway. have force. Exactly. Um, and And... Yeah, yeah. So I'm, what I'm saying is that it just equalizes the, the non-force aces with the force aces. Like before, only the force aces didn't mind that much getting blocked. Now, mm -hmm. nobody cares. Um, force pilots are also quite expensive. And actually, if you look at it, then quite a few of them fly pretty crappy ships. So if you are playing against a super skillful opponent, opponent who has like FO bombers with prox mines, and he uses all that skill to very skillfully pre-boost uh, and with full knowledge drop a proxmite on you, your nice little edda to Obi-Wan or whatever is just bye-bye because you can't take this. Um, and actually, if you look at it in practice again, then there's a lot of the chassis that hold force pilots that actually limits the available force. So, like, if you want your Edda 2 or even your Ethos, right, to function in a well-functioning way as an ace ship, you don't have linked actions, which you would normally have, like, which, for instance, Suntir has and, and most other AC ships. Instead, you just have to pay that force every turn to get them to be AC, because that's how you pay for your repositioning if you're a Jedi. Okay, crazy super duper AC, but okay. No, just double repos. I mean, that's not... No, me, uh, they're repositioning before maneuvering. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, whether is that a benefit yeah. or... Uh, I mean, that is, like, 
potato potato. Uh, uh, now you're starting to sound like Geisley when he's uh, trying to argue that the evades on the phantoms aren't a big deal because you never spend them. <laughs> that is a Geisley argument. But I mean, yeah. honestly, can you look me in the eye and tell me that you think a system phase reposition is better than it's overall flat out better than a reposition uh, post movement? Uh, on a high initiative ship? No, wait. Because the ship we're talking about has both. No, they have either or. Well, I mean, the other two has both, but then it don't, they don't get an action, they don't get an evade, and then they just die. All right. But true. But true. Anyway, the point is the other two drinks force like it was champagne. Sure. Um, and 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 you have other ships like the Vader Defender who cannot use the force on defense, so their force is just like, yeah, I guess it's a hammer, but it's not a shield. I um, think I think Vader uh, Defenders actually. No, don't say he's the correct fair. way. No, 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 don't say he's no, fair. The concept he's behind not. how he how his force is used is better than the normal way force is used. But you, because you have limitations, it's not like you have this force, two or three points, and you can use it for this, or this, or this, or 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 even this. You know, or yeah. you want to shoot off a missile, or do you want to shoot yeah. a, a re preposition, or do you want to use it for offense, or do you want to use it for no, defense? No, no. I see your point. I see your point. Yeah. I mean, I could see a world where, if we were to be thematic, yeah. then light side people could only use the force for defense things and dark sure. side people could only use it for offense things and kylo would that, be so yeah, sad sure. um but then great. we'd have an argument on <laughs> which is uh, overbalanced no but we all <laughs> know that or light side. <laughs> I, I, we all know the dark side is op i mean even yoda says that right yeah so a uh, dark side <laughs> op um anyway all the force powers and this is actually like a real issue like you, you need to spend force to mo to get an effect out of most of them. Like mm -hmm. you spend force for Daredevil, you spend force for Trickshot, you spend force for Seven Sisters Crackshot ability, and I mean all these have like normal talents where you don't spend force. I mean you do get a stress for Daredevil, and I know Trickshot is slightly different, adding a die and adding a result, but I mean you get the drift. You can. Yeah. The point is that. Um, yeah, because name pilots usually have a special ability, and if you would have name pilots with a special ability and just extra force, that would be a compounding effect where they would be way, way OP and have to cost way, way more. But since they're paying the force to actually do their ability, they're kind of okay. -ish. Yeah, but but what I mean is like if you take your Anakin. Like, not Bananakin, but the other Anakins. It's like, well, if you do a maneuver uh, and you have something in Bullseye or in your uh, arc in range one, you can yeah. spend a force to ditch the stress. But if you are near numb, you have pretty much the same ability without the Bullseye, but mm -hmm. you have no cost. Right? So. Yeah. Uh, and and those force really like when you still only regen one per turn, eh, yeah, it really goes. But and, then again, Neonum doesn't have force. 
You know, he doesn't need force. He K turns and gets two actions. Why would he want force? No. <laughs> um, yeah, we're back, back to the Phantom and the Evades. Yeah, exactly. So, but real talk, right? I actually looked at the data because I am the data guy, right? So right. I looked at the average percentile of every single ship's pilots. So this is per ship, not per list. Um, in 2.6, so since the last points change, and the ships average out at every, if you look at all ships, you average out at 53.1. Okay. And if you have force, that is 53.5. Mm-hmm. That is a measurement error. Sure. That's like the same. Mm-hmm. And just to see if that was just now, I also looked back to like, I decided to look at wave five. If you want me to look at something else, I can do it very quickly. I have the query right here, but I looked at like wave five, the grand time of X-Wing 2.0. That was when last worlds was. Then uh, the average for normal pilots was 55.7. And for four users, it was 53.4. Yeah. And that was before they really dropped the hammer on the Jedi's. So, I mean, just looking at it statistically, then even when we look, it's then force is slightly better now, which actually I would have expected the opposite, but it is. Uh, probably because we have less generics and generics never had force and generics used to be good back in the day. But even now, it's like, meh, toss up. Right, there's no real significant difference between force users and non-force users when it sure. comes to the average. So it seems that you pay for what you get. And yeah, but but on average, will I mean things will be average, right? True. All all the different people take all the different things. I think what we should be looking looking at are the outliers. Yes, because you can always argue that the dumb people bring force and that drags down the average, <laughs> while the clever yeah, but... people don't, and that ups their average. I yeah, uh, I would like to reiterate that, of course, when we say dumb people, none of those are Thule listeners. So no, no, no. I mean, y'all are fine. Y'all fine. <laughs> anyway, uh, but of course, I, and I didn't mean any of this, right? It was just for balance because yeah. of the high journalistic integrity of this podcast. Of course, you totally convinced me. I think uh, uh, now I do at least, I think forces OP. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure I want them. Anyway, uh, thank you for that, Janice. That was uh, that was most inspiring. Uh, so now I get to issue you a challenge that you have to do for next time. Oh, dear God. So, and unlike you, who asked me to speak badly about something that I am annoyed and have the opposite opinion about, uh, it might have shined for it, I don't know. But anyway, I'm I'm being nice to you because what? I like you. Wait a minute. Do you no, have a favor to ask me? No, 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 not okay. really. So all right. I want your challenge is to tell us all about, no, not all, but some about your love for the B-Wing. Ah, 
And, all right. And we all should. Right, and it. you should have a segment where we talk about why or why not it is competitive. Remember this. And the reason I wrote the why it could be competitive is because there's <laughs> a chance <laughs> that the new points will make it competitive. I guess. Uh, so I'm hedging my bets here. Uh, and talk a little bit about how has 2.5 changed it. I mean, maybe there's some thoughts about B-Wings and objectives that uh, a big B-Wing flyer than you would have. Um, and I think then the most important part really here for me is like, what would it take to make it playable? Assuming that it isn't uh, after the new points change. Uh, so playable, but not broken, right? I mean, anybody can make the B-Wing like really good. Like, oh, Braylon, one point, 95 loadout. Right, but yeah, not going there. So, how what 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 would you want AMD to do with the B wing essentially? Uh, All right. So it 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 has a role, and you would want to bring it sometimes, but it's not an auto include. Easy. Done. Easy. Now, welcome to our guest. Thank you. Yeah. So with us, uh, totally planned. Well, no, uh, is Andreas. Uh, and I'm just—I think I'm just gonna turn up Andreas a little bit here. You forgot his title. It's Yard Andreas Carlson, right? Or was he the? No. It's Jarl. I think. Uh, you the Yard, think, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think both Tobias and and Niklas uh, is fighting for the throne right now. Yeah, I mean Niklas will always be God, so yeah, the other one is king. Yeah. So you must be a Jarl. Yes. Yeah, I think I think Tobias won the last Nordics, but I mean, yeah. Nicholas is just be, is running around being Nicholas, so it's a little yeah. hard to discount him. Yeah, he's just like a joker, running yeah. around, absolutely doing, doing Nicholas things. Yeah. So we actually would have wanted you on last time to do your your big talk about uh, about the Nordics and and yes. why people should join it. Uh, so, uh, so how is uh, how is our little Nordic tournament good going? It's it's going pretty well. We have uh, with uh, thirty eight signups right now, and about three weeks to uh, to it starts or the date uh, the, the day it will begin. So I hope we can get about twelve more. And uh, right now with thirty eight, we have gone. Uh, past the uh, qualifier in London, so that's fun because oh, they that's, had thirty thirty. Yeah, I know. Yeah, li- li- little the little Nordic. The, yeah. little, the little Nordic. <laughs> let's let's not talk about the fact that it was no. almost impossible to get a hotel in London because yeah. the London yeah. Marathon was the same weekend, or uh, the <laughs> other the other issues that more people were signed up but couldn't make it because traffic was totally screwed. Yeah, but, and don't uh, don't ruin a good story with facts. No, no, no. no. That's what oh, I'm saying. Dear. Let's not talk about these things. <laughs> <laughs> So we are really happy to have the Nordic qualifier, the Nordic World qualifier, and in Göteborg, because and we placed it in Göteborg because it would be easier for foreigners uh, players to come, both Norway, Danes, hopefully some Icelandic and uh, Swedish, and we also have some Wait. an Englishman and a Polish guy. Wait, are you saying that 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 the 
the Gothenburg location made it easier for anybody? I hope so. I hope so. I made it easier okay. uh, to place it there because I'm from Kalmar and it's the eastern side of Sweden. So I have to go about 400 kilometers to go to Göteborg uh, to get there. But I wanted to place it there because, yeah, it would be easy for everyone else to get there. I guess it's e easier for the Norwegians. Yeah. I think I'll, I'll let me put it this way. But let me tell you a small story. I work in a in a Scandinavian company, so we have yeah. like offices in Stockholm and Copenhagen and Oslo, <laughs> and we just had like a, a sort of management team get together, and it was decided to put it in Gothenburg for that exact reason. But it is true Scandinavian style, right? Because it was yeah. not about minimizing the total hours of travel looked across everybody. No, 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 no. It was about it being equally painful for everybody. Everybody had about six hours travel. Yeah. Seemed fair or four to six sort of depending, yeah. but everybody had a long ass drive. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I guess, I guess that's the Scandinavian way. That's how we think like let's yeah. suffer equally because then all of us are not really suffering. No, that's true. And uh, my my gut is that I haven't heard anything from the people from Malmö. So I don't know if they play anymore or what they are doing, but I can't see that they're going. Anyone has signed up to the to the tournament. Well, so at that's... least then they don't deserve to have it held in Malmö. No, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, we have uh, Nedabisuno in the chat, and he's considering going. I hear. Uh, he should. He should. I mean, yeah. I hear the Finns can win. Yeah. Who doesn't want to go to a qualifier? Yeah. With your favorite people. Yeah. I no, am... we're talking about going. When is it for our listeners? For the the fifth and sixth of November. Fifth and sixth. Yeah. All right. I'm looking at flights. Oh, that, this is so great. I mean, this, I, I'm so glad you came on, Andreas. If we could get it there, then. That would uh, be great. Ed, can you, make, can you let me know ahead of time if I need to bring asteroids for you to borrow? Yeah. I literally, hey. I literally think that was our first interaction was when you turned up and uh, on day two. And I don't know why you had asteroids on day one, but you didn't have them on day two. But you were like, hey, hey man, can I borrow you asteroids? Yeah, uh, they they got lost in the mix somewhere in cleanup after the game. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, uh, not but... so expensive. Mm. No, 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 it's great. And I have also got an. Uh, I I will get the package with uh, pretty much uh, pretty much uh, for the price war. So there are going to be a price war. I don't, I can't say what is going to be in the price war because I don't know what what they have sent me. <laughs> so <laughs> we just have to wait and see. But you've already spoiled some, right? Uh, what do you mean by some? I mean we hmm. do have there. There is the kit. We know. Yeah. We know it what the there. what the qualifier yeah. kit looks like. Yeah. All right. And I'm also thinking that uh, I have at home objective markers in metal that Louis Leon have done 
from UK and he has done the Team Culex uh, objective markers. So I'm thinking of bringing them to yeah, the wall. Yeah, the thin uh, objective yeah. markers. They look yeah, they look so yeah. good. Okay. So uh, yeah, we have to wait and see. I'm uh, I, I'm gonna bring some uh, some. We at least I have a stack of like Thule old arts or something. We can, we can do something with. And uh, I mean, if Aid is coming, then he can probably bring a bring a bigger stack. Yeah. Probably. Uh, yeah. Bring this big stack of Gisli. I think that's a good one. Uh, he, he's bigger than I am. He won't fit in the lo luggage like I would. Well, chop him up and uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Just use a wheelchair and he can go from there. Yeah, yeah. sounds yeah. good. I'll point him over the head yeah. and stuff yeah. him in the luggage. Yeah. Oh Isn't no. He... Uh, oh, it. It. Uh, yeah. I'm just realizing something. Andres, you have not been a guest on this podcast before, have you? Yes, I have. You have? Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, God. The... thank God. We are off the hook. I was afraid that Aiden and I would have to do the, the whole uh, 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 guest question thing. Guest questions. You mean uh, the, without the Kisly? Mary, Mary, kill, and hug? Oh, that thing we probably haven't done with you, have we? No, probably not. No, I don't think you have done either of those. Oh, I forgot that recent. part existed. Did you do the uh, which upgrade card am I? No, I don't think so. Okay. You must have. That's our favorite question. Oh. Yeah, but but it didn't. I think Andres probably was on before I was here. Yeah, I think so. Probably. Yeah, when uh, Gisli, Harkon, and Egil uh, were yeah. podcasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. so, so for good measures, let's just ask you: If you were an X-wing upgrade, which, what would you be? It's okay. Take at least ten seconds to think about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think. Uh... I mean, that's a question we actually get to really know you. I mean, you can't yeah. pick an upgrade and not reveal something about yourself. I know. I know. I'm just thinking <laughs> of something. Uh, that doesn't do any much damage, but is there anyways? Uh, like brilliant evasion. Like, no, yeah, or maybe escorts to the X-wing or oh. jamming beam. Jamming <laughs> beam? No, you're not jamming beam. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot be jamming beam. Okay. We're inconsequential. <laughs> but I actually think it tells a lot about a person if they're X, if they're escorts. Yeah, I think. I would replace myself as a Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of... my first thought of you was that you are Leia crew. Do you That's think true. That, that thick hair like she has? No, no, no. It's more about <laughs> no, the I was just thinking about the dress, the bikini. Oh, yeah. I guess the same figure as, he, as her. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know if Leia crew is my my jam or not yeah but uh, if you I, I don't know if you ask my my wingman they maybe would say i'm small and irritating but that's <laughs> that has to stand for them sure. <laughs> <laughs> i think wingman will always uh, go that way right yeah, yeah. yeah throw you under the bus yeah, exactly. Oh, That's their job. Uh, because then they won't face you later in the cut, right? Exactly. <laughs> That's how wingmen work.
Yeah. Cool. Uh, now, uh, it was a bit spur of the moment to have you on, Andreas. So I don't know how much time you have. Yeah, I have some some time. It's okay. Okay, because I actually think I would love to have you join us on our next segment. Okay. Uh, so uh, we're going to talk about uh, the coming point changes. Ooh. And yeah. uh, my idea here was that uh, we would go through uh, sort of faction by faction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just going to paste you a few links from my show notes. Uh, and if we start with the strongest uh, yep. to the weakest based on like average results from September. And then for each faction, we would just sort of each point out like, mm, I would like to nerf these free, these zero to free things. And I would like to buff these zero to free things. Okay. Um, and I've given you guys the, the link to the list of ships and the list of upgrades. And mm-hmm. you can also, there's also links to uh, PPM. So you can see the performance numbers if you do. Okay. Where do I find the links? Is, is they are in your, in your Facebook Messenger. Ah, of course. Um, Professional podcast. We use Facebook. Hey. We use Facebook and, and all and, the things. And for you, Ed, they're, they're in the, the Google Doc. Yeah, I, I saw them. I'm fine. Yeah. And actually, surprisingly, we are going to start with separatists because on average, they are based on all the things that were played in September. They on average did best, which I think is surprising because they that doesn't mean that they won things. I mean, they might have, but I don't think they won anything big, but they sort of averagely performed to a 57% margin. So what should we do about separatists? Can you, can you just say separatist and nerf them? <laughs> okay, so you are saying that your suggestion is to lower the maximum ship count to, I don't six. know, six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm on Edia's side here. I, de- I really don't like the separatists. I, I don't but... like separatists either. So let's just get them out of the way. Yeah. Um... Let me see. Okay. What do we have? We have... Um... Okay. Maybe, uh, one suggestion is that maybe not nerfing the points itself on on the five sprays, but rem- remove some of the loadout points on both Django and Sam. Yeah, I think so, I think nerfing can be either in, in, in points yeah. or, or loadout, and, and the same with yeah. buffing, obviously. So you would so, put less loadout on, on Sam, and, uh, Sam and Django? Yes. I don't know how much I would nerf them, but maybe five points on Django and yeah. three or four points on Sam. Yeah, I mean, Django does have 27, and that is yeah. a lot. And yeah. he, is, he is only 8. He's a good value at 8, so yeah. maybe a bit too good. I, I can see that. I can see that. Um, yeah, fire sprays will always be a problem. Fire sprays yeah. will always be too good. Yeah. I sort of feel like, and every Separatist player who has us in their ears right now is going to cry out and be really mad at me, but I sort of feel like Grievous needs 
a slight loadout reduction. And yeah. it's not even because I think he is an actual problem. It's just to change things up a little bit. Yes, because he's in a staple to the to yeah. the right now. He's, he's, it's 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 a tad much, and and he is very very good value for you know a five pointer. Like if he weren't like an iconic character as far as separatists have them, then yeah. then I don't think he would be five points with twelve loadout in that show. No, no. that's true. Um, as for buffs, I mean, I think it would be interesting, and I'm really trying to be neutral and impartial here. I think it would be interesting if we got to a point where somebody was actually flying the HMPs every now and then. Yes, I'd like to see the droid tri fighters. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I mean that—that's true, too. but but I don't want a droid tri fighter who is three points. No. And, and no. the ones that are there right now have like 12, 14, or 16 loadout. So I don't yeah. think adding more loadout would make them more attractive. No. Maybe. Uh, let me see what I think of. Uh, maybe try to buff 066 or Count Dooku over Dark Courier in the Sith Infiltrator because I think oh, yeah. we don't want to buff. Darth Maul. No. No, nobody wants to buff Darth Maul. But I can see like uh 066, 6 points, 16 loadout. Guess you could put even more loadout on him, but yeah. I mean would it matter? Yeah, uh, I mean, it probably that, would. That would be a really good toolkit ship, right? Yeah. Yeah, maybe give him some slots. I mean, there's a lot of slots he's missing right now compared to Dooku and Maul. Um, maybe Dooku could be six points. I don't know if that would be a, uh, that would probably be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think you would make him more attractive by adding more loadout. He already has 24. I'm assuming he pretty much gets what he wants. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I guess this is kind of just uh, wanting to see those ships on the table, and and that might just change with getting other ships that work well with them. So we don't uh, necessarily have to point out exactly what would give us the desired effect. No, no, that's true. But otherwise, I actually think, I mean, overall... Uh, despite my dislike for the faction in general, I'm not sure there's that many issues with the Separatists. I think they're in a pretty good place. And at the same time, they're the best performing faction. So something has to give, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, I have a knee-jerk reaction to this question, though, uh, regarding the Nantex-class Starfighter. Yeah, not uh, because we fly it, but because you would want to be sure that we'd never see it again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Somewhere along that those lines, just bring them up one point each. Uh, they don't need to be fly flown ever again. No, I'm just saying that the the lovely Petronaki, which we spent so much fun times with, I mean, you can just fly five of them. Yeah, it's fine. And you can Six. go like uh, I don't know, like uh, Predator, 
trick shot s- on them. S- six points worth of two uh, talents. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it's just a knee-jerk reaction. No, <laughs> no real footing in the real world. True. Um, I actually think. I mean, the more I look at this, I think there's there's much more of separatists that we are not seeing right now because so many of their picks are so obvious. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the costing and and points on the hyenas, it's not crazy. No. Um. I mean, they they should be workable. Uh, there's a lot of the rogues that are interesting. Uh, I mean, this Magna Guard Executioner, who's only four points. Mm -hmm. That should work. Yeah. Uh, And the Magna Guard Protector is uh, bonkers. It has an effect, like, I mean, much like the Naboo thing. Uh, The, what are they called? Mm -hmm. The Handmaidens. Oh, the passing of the evades. Yeah, I don't remember. It, it works slightly different, but it is pretty much that, right? Okay. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we got some uh, uh, suggestions in the Good. chat. Make Imperium cast cost points. Cast Yay. points. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> As somebody suggests, you know, that uh, Django should be 21 points. I guess somebody really don't like that fire sprays. Uh, uh, or he's talking about load up. Oh, that could be it as well. But the other thing yeah. is more amusing, I think. True. True. Okay. Uh, but I think uh, Imperium costing points, I mean, that's maybe not. That that might be a, that might be a point that is, that's worth taking. Uh, but let's move on to the second strongest faction at 56% average, which is the resistance. It's the resistance. It is indeed the resistance. And I mean, the resistance started off uh, this meta pretty slow. Uh, but then people decide, found the Y-Wings, I guess. Yeah. And, and they sort of... Why is it the resistance always ends like this? I mean, for a long time, we called them A-Wing the Faction. Now they're Y-Wing the Faction. Yeah. I mean, uh, for obvious reasons. For obvious reasons. So so what do we do about them? Uh, More love for Ray. You know, we started with the strongest one because then there would be more emphasis on nerfing. And then we do, as we move down, we buff. But uh, but okay, more love for Ray. How do we want love for Ray? All the love. Okay, so more loadout. Is that what you're saying? You want all Not... the upgrades. Yeah, all the upgrades. <laughs> and bring her down a point wouldn't hurt as well. How about mm-hmm. an extra gunner slot and an extra crew slot while you add it? Sure. I mean, if so, you feel like it. So you can spend how... them also. No. Yeah. How about double the slots instead? Double the slots. Double no. all slots. And double the loadout points. There you yeah. go. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Now we're talking the same language here. Um, if I were to start on the buff side, which I think should be very light because resistance is, as we said, pretty strong, then I would really love to see the RC2A wing on the table again. 
And yeah, they they were kind of kind of heavy handed with the pointing on those. And I do understand that you feel like oh, the RC two needs to be more expensive than the RC one because it it does have a slightly better dial and the turret is slightly more useful. Uh, but a full squat point is a lot. So I think that you could take some of these and uh, hit them a little bit over the head with the loadout, but at at least drop like some of them to free. I mean, who's paying for, for, I don't know, Merle or Ronith? Uh, Or Suralinda? Or Sari? Nobody. (laughs) Oh, wait. I've got a I've got a crazy idea. Maybe you could like have have the pointing more granular, like you pray three point five. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh. yeah. That's a whole thing. I mean, <laughs> uh, I forgot to preface this whole like saying we are obviously assuming here that we don't have like MG decides that oh the average ship count should go up by one or down by one because then every bet bet is off, but. Sort of, if we assume that we are sort of in, that we're just doing balance fixes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there, there are certainly this. This is where I think this pass, perhaps even more than last time, is where we will see. You know, does this point system allow for these tweaks, like to make mm-hmm. something go from almost usable to, oh, I'll definitely take that. Sometimes, <laughs> can you even do that finer tweak? Not really. Uh, I think I mean, you can do it with some harder. things, but, but some not, things, yeah. not with all things. My, yeah. my suggestion would be, uh, and I said it uh, in the start of 2.5, instead of taking 20 points, do it like 40 points. Yes. Because then you can have those chips like, uh, let me see, like uh, maybe Sari? Sari Bangle, you would take a, 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 maybe for four points. Just it's just a suggestion, or maybe Sabine ran in the A wing for uh, Rebels. You don't take her for four points because you have both. Yeah, you have no, no. But you would take her for seven if you were yes. having forty instead. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that is not that's that's not a crazy thought. No. Uh, I do think with the RC two A wings, even within the current system there should be an opportunity to just like tune down the cost a little bit yeah. like somebody yeah. like Suralinda who is of all the four pointers is the one with the most loadout so we assume that her ability is most useless and it's probably true actually instead of being like four and ten loadout I could see her being like three and two loadout yeah uh, or even four loadout I mean it would not be an issue um would still rather take a Y-Wing. But, I mean, that's for me, that's the buff side. And I think that's what needs buffing. I don't... I'd like some love for the MG-100 Star Fortress. Yeah, but that's not legal, so we're not talking about it. <laughs> it's in the points document. It's legal-ish. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay, drop all Star Fortress to one point. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, but on the Y-Wing side... <laughs> I don't really know what to do because I feel like having free free point Y wings is yeah, uh, yeah slightly ridiculous. 
Yeah, um, and you can't really lower the loadout because then they'd be useless and nobody would take him anyway. You could just as well just raise him a point. No, yeah. I actually think you can. You could lower. I mean, you some of them you raise a point and say you might even give them a little bit more loadout. I don't care. Uh, but I think some of them you could say, well, you sort of have to choose. Either you get a turret or you get a bomb. And that's just your destiny. And I know you don't like it, but if you want more than that, then pick some other Y-Wing. Sure. Um, I think most of them have such a high loadout because they want the uh, wartime loadout upgrade, which, by the way, nobody is taking, to be an option. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I'm not sure, maybe you could make wartime loadout a little bit cheaper and then lower the loadout value for everybody. And then, because I think wartime you get like two shields and then you reduce your really good ability to a, a significantly worse ability. So So maybe it doesn't need to cost 10 points, which I think it is now on a on a one agility ship because two seals on a one agility ship is probably not worth 10 upgrade points i guess so i don't know if that would work but but it sounds at least sort of feasible yeah <laughs> I, I, I my head hurts just looking at this and it's like uh what do you uh how do you phrase this i think it's uh judgments on the new point system for when the uh, ANG changed it. Because you've got a same chassis, same ship, in uh, uh, Sori Bliss and Kajimi Spice Runner. Okay, Sori is a name piler with an ability, cost five points. And the Spice Runner is four points with no ability. Yep. Yet the ship that cost one more point has 20 more <laughs> loadout. Yeah, but I mean, for all I care, they might as well just ban the generics. Yeah, I mean, I mean this the, the, this system makes no sense. This pointing system. No, no, I mean, it, it it absolutely doesn't. At least when you include the generics, there's still issues when you don't. But I mean, the generics is the biggest point. But I think, uh, in every case where people fly generics, it is usually a case where you think, oh no, God. So mm. there are essentially there are free generic pilots that are usable in the game right now. So you have the Black Squadron Ace, which you use if you run out of Imperial 2.5 fighters and you want more 2.5 fighters. Then you have, oh. Um, oh, that was one that was actually good. Highest uh, speed increased. Oh, but that's not really a generic. That's a limited pilot. Oh, I mean, I just said that we're free, and I forgot one of them. Okay, and the third um, is the uh, uh, generic uh, tie whisper in first order. I forgot mm. what the second one was, but it's there. Sure. Oh, I mean... it's the vulture droid, obviously. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. And I think uh, the Black Squad and Titan Vulture are probably fine. 
at least to some degree. Uh, you can discuss whether the Black Squadron should have load out or not. But yeah. um, but the Tie Whisper is absolutely not. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, I mean, this is just to highlight the, my point. That is, uh, why is there such a big gap between? Because because it's hard to balance this way. Yeah. yeah. You can't balance the generics as well because if the generics were one point cheaper than the named, then nobody would fly named. Yeah. All right. Let's get back to the resistance. Yes. So Do we need to nerf anything here. Uh... Um, maybe Y Wings, we covered yeah. that. Yeah. Um, Poe is being played, but I, I think Bo. he's kind of balanced, right? I don't want to see him on the game. Yeah, we really do. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah, and it's an maybe the trigger one. happy fly flyboy needs marginally less loadout. Maybe twenty five is over the top. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you want him with loadout, so bringing him down a couple of points won't really matter. Yeah, I also think it's a little bit dense. When you look at the T70s, like everything is five points. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and 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 the loadout values are very very close. And I mean, just out of pure principle, not because it's a problem. Then the 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 five pointers who have either high initiative and or great abilities should have less loadouts. Yeah. Just yeah. just just out of principle. <laughs> uh, but. But I don't think it really matters, which is actually also interesting. But I mean, oh, yeah. you can but see that just, right, means, right. that just means that they're narrowing down the choices for you because why would you take the lesser pilot for the same points? Exactly. Like now they're in Hotshot and Aces. We talked about this last time, it where they're introducing what is it called? Say Marana? No, say. Uh, say I don't remember. Uh, Aiden's. What? Aiden's girl so oh, she's yeah. like an i3 in a t70 with uh, a defensive ability that is like strongly mediocre she's still gonna be five points just like the rest of them yeah so the only way she ever sees play if that if for some reason she gets 20 plus loadouts and a lot of interesting slots sure otherwise you'll never see it because why would you take her when you could take jessica Parba instead yeah, yeah, exactly. Or Nia, yeah. or, you know, Allo, or pretty much any of them, right? Yeah. So. Uh, okay, it was Zay Versio. Yes, Versio. and Denisa Doza is the other one. Yes. But I don't know what she's But doing. she has the potential to have a very high initiative because she's a pretty good pilot, so she Initiative might... four, it says on Jasper. Justice for Ty Phantoms. I don't think uh, that has been revealed manual. yet. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, it might be a placeholder initiative. Or, yeah. or you know, Orethos knows something that I don't. Maybe everybody yeah. knows something I don't. <laughs> Probably um, do. Okay. So, uh, do you have anything it's... else for, for, uh, for resistance? New. So nerf Y wings, uh, 
buffet wings. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, and don't actually buff Ray. She doesn't need it. Um. Okay, but uh, a good loadout at least. I wanna, I wanna be able to fly my build. <laughs> anyway, moving on. We're moving on to, on to number three, Empire at fifty-four percent. Yeah. Um. So is it is it buff for nerf now? Uh, it can be either. Sure. And you can go first, Andreas. I would like to like to nerf the uh, tie fighters the named ones thank you thank okay. you and i mean almost everyone of the oh. two pointers no i mean the two pointers oh the two pointers so yeah. I, when you say so, almost does that mean no. that valen ruder gets a pass nah no. <laughs> nah okay <laughs> okay everyone everyone okay yeah. So, I mean, you, you can keep the academy that. pilot at two. Yeah, I mean, exactly. they're useless. <laughs> yeah. And, and make them two point two, two dots. So, you don't, don't can bring uh, eight academy then. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to <laughs> bring eight academy because that only I adds know. up to 16. I know. But <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, so I, I mean, spend. I think if you want to bring a TIE Swarm, like seven yeah. or eight ships. Then some of those should be academies or at least black squadrons. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I absolutely agree on the uh, okay, the Jinguist, it was fun. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, and maybe it wasn't obvious that they would be a problem, but they were. Wampa, that should have been an obvious problem to yeah. see. Yeah. Um, so I think both of these need to be free points. Give them some loadout. Give them some slots to make them interesting. And I mean, if we never see the Jinguist again, then, well, I guess not every pilot was meant to be played all the time. And I'm good with that. I would be a little bit sad if we never see Wampa again. So give Wampa some interesting uh, It should slots. be a niche, niche piece in a niche list. Yeah, the Jinguists? Uh, or even Wampa. Ah. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay. you don't want that in every list. I don't, don't want, want it a tie in... fighter you have to shoot. No, but I do like the idea that many empire lists actually includes tie fighters. I yeah, don't I like, like that. The, I don't like the idea that the same three tie fighters are, is in every imperial list. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I don't like that they can bring double decimators and some more ships. That no, oh yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. I I can concur to that. I think I think that decimators is, is like a different kind of problem though. I'm yeah. I think I could be okay with Valen Rudor, even though I uh, because he only has one loadout and he only has a talent, so essentially he has a marksmanship talent. That's what that's what he gets. Um I think if he had a mod slot and you could bring targeting computer on him, he would be significantly better. Uh, but he is sort of like a little, a mini CC in a worse chassis with a slightly worse ability. Yeah. And if he were the only named two-pointer, it would be fine. Uh, I also think Night Beast could still be a two-pointer, like with no loadout. Uh, but yeah, the rest is an issue. I don't know what to do about Aiden, though. 
because I think she's also a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe less loadout, so she is not both a, a, an extra life for a friend, and is carrying a heavy laser or an iron cannon. Uh, um, I've got a buff to Imperial. Yes. Re-release re the Lambda. No, that's not a buff. Yeah, that, that means you can actually use her. <laughs> being it for points or not being released, I, I, I mean, we I need mean, the Lambda in X-Week game. I guess, fair enough, but I don't think it is something we can expect them to do in 10 days. Or no, 16 no. days or something. All right, you're you're talking specifically for this point change. <laughs> I am, All right. I am. I am. Um, okay, let me go crazy. I think that the Grand Inquisitor, if you reduce his loadout, he could be five points. How about it? Are you game? Ah, uh, he'd have to have significantly less loadout. Yeah. Yeah, just give him like six or something. Yes. Maybe. Yes. Maybe six. I don't know. I have nightmares of that ship. Yeah. Uh, okay, but uh let me let me try to convince you. So and I know these cross faction comparisons is always bad and so, but I mean he is not he's not a supporting ship. He doesn't do anything for anybody else. So riddle me thus. Why is it that uh, every single Edda, apart from Anakin, including some five-pointers with free force, are five points and have the equal amount of loadout to the Inquisitor. And you can even get several of the Aether Sprites for five points, like Obi-Wan again, or Plo, but you cannot get the Grand Inquisitor for five points. I, I think they are comparable things yeah. makes sense yeah so then um, we know what to nerf in the in the republic right no <laughs> yeah <laughs> because the, the the thing is that right now we are in a uh you gotta expect to get prox mined any second meta so yeah. neither the ether sprite nor <laughs> the v1s are very attractive um but I, mean, I think I think we could see some Ginky. Ginky yeah. is good Imperials. I think. Yeah. Though the thing is, if you if you bring him down, don't you have to bring several other things up because the Empire already have so much things that is good, uh, good point value. Oh, oh, oh! I can think. I mean, we we nerfed the Tie Fighters. Yeah. As we but... should. I think we need to nerf the Reavers as well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think it is silly that you can bring a 9 health, 1 agility, pretty agile Reaper and throw Palp on board for 4 yeah. points. Hmm. <laughs> uh, when you put it like that, yeah, we definitely need to do something about that. <laughs> or, or, or you could have his good friend Ferov, who doesn't have quite room for palp, but you can still fit seven sister on him, yeah. and yeah. and he just becomes more defensive, also for four points. Yeah. So, 
I think they just need to be five. I mean, you can give them yeah. some some loadout to compensate, not go bananas. Yeah. But feel free to do that. Uh, but I mean, right now you can literally fly two Reapers and six Tie Fighters, and it fits. Yeah. You have to go generic on the Tie Fighters, but it's an eight ship list with two free dice guns. That's yeah. That's a solid point. I'm not gonna argue with you on that. Yeah, and and then obviously Vader needs to go up back back up to ten. Yeah. Or, or 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 can we do it by just shaving off either upgrades or slots? I think it's better to shave off the upgrade slots. Like uh, take away Duke. Yeah, please. Yep. Jesus. Yeah. See. How much is Duke now? I don't know. Four seven or, or five. Oh. Let me check. Six points. Six points. Yeah. Which is fine on Duke, unless you put yeah. him on a defender. With force. Yeah. And uh, malice and yeah. everything else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty good chance that what you're duking in is like, yeah. yeah. And, and especially duke at I six is just so much better than duke at a lower initiative. <laughs> and I don't care what anybody says. Like the the old, like just before two point five, then four was like the lowest of the high initiatives. Yeah. Now I, I, four is the, a low the... initiative. Both both dukes have their pros and cons because if you have the higher, you're stripping off a token. If you have the lower, the guy doesn't have any tokens to flip the focus back up. Yeah, and then you can maybe you can make him think twice about spending his token when he's yeah, yeah. offending himself. That's true. but I think I think the key is you want a couple or even three dukes. That's when you hit money with duke. Yeah. Yeah, so, but I mean, the no, first no. one is not bad either. Sure. Yeah, yeah, of course, it's great. Unless you're maybe playing against Force users. Um, I'm, for the first time ever, I'm happy Geestly's not with us to try and promote the Phantoms. <laughs> because even though we have some uh, Phantom lovers in the chat, I can just ignore them. Okay. They but... can they can buff them how much they want because they're still banned, so it's okay. They're still yeah. they're still sort of banned. But I actually yeah. think it's just as a thought exercise. Since we are, you know, in, in homage to our missing friend Gisley. Yeah. Uh can we all agree that the right points value for Echo is not six and the right points value for Whisper is not seven? No, that's true. I mean in current in current balancing that they are probably both one too high. Yeah. Uh, in the current meta, I think they're impossible to balance. No, they're unplayable. Yeah. I mean, no. I mean, if you put them down and they keep the loadout, oh, slap some juke on that, baby. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, also get okay. the I, 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 I see what you mean. Maybe they need a slightly reduced loadout. I don't think you should reduce them to a point where they don't get Duke, but if they get Duke, they don't get anything else. Yeah. 
Um, ah, 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 but I mean, let's just remember this, and this, nothing else? Th this current seven-point whisper is not a, oh, I also have fifth brother, Gunner, and Duke whisper. Sure. Oh, and uh, passive sensors, right? It's not going to be all that, even for the 15 points she has today. Mm -hmm. Sure. Why not remove EPT slot on Whisper? And yeah, then... talent slot, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I could go with that. if they'll, they, they You could lower the points on them if you take away talent slot. Yeah. yeah. I think I would remove the sensor slot. And the gunner slot. <laughs> no, just the sensor. <laughs> because oh. I, because I, what I think where Whisper went bonkers was when she got the um, when she got the, the the sensors and and had a force on the gunner, because then it was just like double modded, pivoting around. It was turret defense. Don't tell Kisley. <laughs> Oh, he knows. Um, how? Oh, what about the tie heavy? Right. We it's don't see that. Five points. I think that's just kind of right. Yeah. I don't want it at four. Um, I'm not. Sh yeah. No, probably not because it would still be a free dice gun with like reinforced eight health. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the heavy and the uh, what do you call it? Uh, the other gunship. What do you call it? Are we? Uh, the 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 really big bomber. Jesus. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Punisher. Yeah. I mean, uh, those are supposed to be gunships. I mean, yeah. You you should have them a little expensive, but able to take load up, right? Mm. Oh yeah, red line at seven. <laughs> what? Thank no, you. but I think it's different because the heavy, like, it doesn't have, like, all the munitions and things. It just have, like, realistically, it just have sync laser cannon, right? That's what it's all about. Then it has a title, and that's about it. Lutendri, uh, also known as the Swedish sinker on this podcast, um, sees, like, a group buff, like how Runner is. Yeah. Uh, uh, slightly different to trigger. I don't know. I mean, maybe the the world would not end if Rampage for a period of time was four points. He would still not be as good as the four point Reapers are now. I don't think, at least. Um, yeah, maybe. Though he can't shoot back with his cannon. Mm. He can. Yeah, and the dad is not. Eh. They, they okay, have they're four and a half. He's found four and a half points. I don't think Luton is like Luton is good at five. Yeah. yeah, but you also have to take into account that it's it's a medium base ship. It's got a large footprint. Yeah, and that, that we're also talking value. about they have like they have like ten health. Mm. Uh, uh, um having five of those if you if you can run them at four points ah i don't like that yeah we can keep the generic at five that's not a problem are there eight eight health yeah yeah okay yeah but you know uh that's 40 points of health 
Okay. Let's uh, let's look at the decimators now. Yeah, I mean we already mentioned the decimators. They are silly yeah. to be able I, to. I, be I think the plus. biggest the biggest problem with the decimator and the way you deal with the decimator is not by um, it's not by points. I don't think you can because the real problem is that half points doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I mean, yeah, it's a big ship. It's supposed to be able to put some uh, crew on it and stuff and yeah. gunners and stuff like that. So you have to keep the cost up. Yeah, and and I mean, I feel rack at eight is fine. The other two are kind of cheap at seven, but hmm, I don't know. Bring them all up a point would not you know, hurt my feelings. No. no, but you would never see them if you did. No, it's fine as well. <laughs> okay, I guess that's a matter of, of, of what you want to achieve. Um, what about the interceptors? We don't see them either. Don't bring them down. Please don't. No, and I sort of agree, like, when we have Saber Squadron set free, that was a problem. Yeah. Um, absolutely, yeah. it was a problem. Maybe they're actually not bad at four. Maybe they just need to exist in a meta where there's not bombs flying around everywhere. Yeah, if you remove the bombs from the meta, I can almost well, the... promise you you will see the uh, interceptors coming back again. I mean, would it would it uh, break anything if you would uh, slightly increase the load up? No. No, I mean, if you look at all the the new interceptors that are coming with Yavin yeah. who all come with like uh, sensitive controls built in and, but also an extra hull. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I mean, those are probably going to be four points. Um, you could, you could make uh, uh, like a config for them, a new config where they would beef them up just a little bit and cost four points or three points. That doesn't the, the new, New uh, Yavin interceptors have uh, config. Uh, yes, they all have uh, sensitive controls. Yeah, and that, yeah. and they, that's the way to do them more cumbersome, right? Yeah, I mean you don't have a double repos exactly. in the end. Yeah, yeah. but they are I four. So yeah. as we said in this new meta, that is practically a low initiative or at least a middle yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, so, but but coming with four hull, and again in this bomb meta, I mean I think repositioning in the system phase is probably not that bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, let's uh, right. let me look into first order. Let's. First. Order. The first order. Um, oh God, there's so many pages of scum. Huh. Um, I mean, right off the bat, first page, but like Von Rick six points. I don't think Von Rick six points is wrong. I just, again, the bombs. <laughs> That's yeah. why you don't have Von Rick. 
Um, I, I feel like uh, First Order is a faction of individuals rather than chassis. Uh, yeah, in many ways, because a lot of the ships sort of becomes very different, even though they're the same chassis. Yeah, I mean the the, 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 the what do you call it? The bomber, uh, the SE bomber. I mean, yes, that's that chassis is a problem. I, uh, I, but I will almost say that it's the upgrades that's the problem. Sure. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I the think... combination of things that you can put on the SE bomber. Okay. I, 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 I will go to the to a third point and says the rules references the problem. Yeah, that's true. Because originally in 2.0, we were told like you cannot bomb and cloak at the same time. And even though people try to say, oh, but can I then cloak and bomb uh, or, or whatever, uh, then I mean, the whole point of that sentence was to say, we don't think it's nice that you get to reposition and then drop a bomb. No. Yeah. So or, I just or think they should write the rules that you cannot drop a device if you have repositioned prior to dropping it. Boom. Yeah. That sounds to me like a very, very simple rule. Yeah. Uh, and that would solve a lot of things uh, as far as the SE bomber goes. And then I know some people are like, no, but that's what makes this special. And I'm like, yeah, just like, you know, Miranda saying slam, slam, proxmine or cluster mine uh, was very special in 1.0. But that didn't mean <laughs> that it didn't have to go away. Mm-hmm. Peru. But it didn't didn't need to go away that hard as she she go away. No, no, no. I mean, uh, I'm not a Miranda lover, but I also think that it was sad that she was like, I mean, yeah. only eight plays her pretty much. Yeah, you know. pretty much. Only me. Um. So I think that is for me. That is like a number one. I think maybe even with that. Uh, it seems a bit much, but that and that might be a loadout issue. But it seems a bit much that you, with a four-point ship, get to carry prox mines and chaff missiles. Yeah, because I think I think chaff are like fun. I'm not even sure. I, w- I would not go as far as call them interesting. I mean, they could be interesting if you only saw them once in a while. But when every time you see a Fomber, it has chaff. And a lot of the times when you see a fire spray, it also has chaff or a Y-Wing for that matter. So I think there needs to be some element of actual choice in the upgrades. Like you cannot have both the mine and the chaff. Uh, Maybe you could have like a seismic charge and the chaff, or you could have like a proper prox mine. So I think it could go a far way with with just adjusting loadout and then maybe there was a bomber that could do it all but then it wouldn't be a four point bomber as breach yeah but you want to bring torpedoes on him if I remember his ability correctly yeah but then you have one ship that have everything yeah I mean yeah 
That's true. I will. Just um, that's like uh, the only real strong opinion I have on the FO, except for Commander oh. Mallorys in oh. the FO fighter. I was about to say that Commander Mallorys yeah. in the FO. I mean, uh, something needs to happen. Yeah. Uh, either he goes up to four points, then he can get a bit more loadout and keep his slots. Or if he is to stay at three points, then his loadout essentially needs to disappear. Yeah. Three points, no no loadout. We cannot have a ship that can like do fully modded double taps twice again and be unkillable on defense. No. As a free point ship, yeah, uh, ridiculous. That is free dice double taps, yeah, um, and which really just comes down to being unkillable the whole game because you can choose when to do it uh, when you know who's yeah. going to be shooting at you. Yeah, and you're you're probably. I mean, if you're flying the cluster missile version, you're probably choosing the turn where your cluster missile, and then you're choosing the other turn where your cluster missile. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. So something needs to happen about Malaris. Uh I agree. I think uh, Scorch could could perhaps have a little bit less loadout. He has such a good ability that is like so easy and generally useful uh, with just, you know, oh, I get another die for stress. Um, so maybe he doesn't need eight loadouts. I don't understand no. why he would have that. Um, but I mean, otherwise, I think it's I like... have one more nerf. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to remove some of the loadouts on the tie Whisper. Because oh, there are four points, and they have 10, 12, and 10, yeah, on the, yeah, on the named one and the generic I-4 one. I think it's yeah. because, because they are, have so good, they have good uh, abilities for what, for those points. Yeah. I agree that at least at the 709th Legion Ace, the generic one. Yeah. I don't know why the TIE Whisperer happens to be like apart from the aforementioned TIE Fighter and Vulture Drones, then it's like the only usable um, generic in the game. Uh, and why they need 10 loadout, I would never understand. No. So please make them unplayable. Yeah. Nobody needs to see you flying five Whispers. Exactly. So I'm I'm all aboard on that. Um, so Republic then? I mean, in a sane world, I would complain about uh, Commander Malaris in the size shuttle and Gideon being four points because that sounds absolutely dumb. Yeah. Uh, but. And I think it just shows how strong First Order is elsewhere that nobody is bothering with flying these pieces. 
No, I mean, you, uh, that's a ship that needs to have a lot of ships with her, right? It doesn't need that many. I mean, right now you can bring like Malaris and five FOs and you still have a point left. Hmm. Like five named uh, FOs with meaningful abilities. And you still yeah, but is, is that good? It's, it should be good and it might not be good because the power curve is, 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 has moved, uh, but yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, but let's talk about Republic. Republic is at an even 50-50. So being at the middle of the list, we don't need to change anything about Republic. <laughs> Just change all the elements. I mean, one could wonder why it is the resistance wirings are three points when Republic wirings are four <laughs> or even five, but or even yeah. six. Yeah, uh, I'm not particularly sad that we rarely see the Republic wirings. I'm a little sad that we don't see the arcs. Ah. Uh... But I'm I not find sure the arcs how to fix to be, it. Yeah, I find the arcs to be a bit dull. So I'm not really sentimental about, sentimental about them not being in the middle. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think um, they made a change which was kind of weird, uh, where most of the arcs, actually everybody except Sinker, uh, changed from having crew gunner to having double gunner. And that's yeah. kind of weird. Uh, it's actually even weirder now that I look at it, it's the first time I noticed that Sinker has double gunner and crew <laughs> and astromech and assumingly also a pilot. So it's a four, there's four people in that arc. I don't know how that works in an arc. <laughs> It's fine. It's modified. Yeah. One on each wing. One on each <laughs> wing. It's not a lat. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are going outside. On the oh. Yeah. oh. Oh, yeah. They're clones. They can do everything. Yeah. Screaming, clutching to the wing. <laughs> I actually find it kind of hilarious that Singer has has the, uh, the tax. And he only works in generics, doesn't he? Yes. <laughs> And there's no generics, and he's the most expensive arc, just because he has that ability. <laughs> now, I would love to see the arc work out. Um, I don't know about all the others. Uh, I think the the CLT the sprites are quite competitive. Yeah. The seven Bs less so. Uh, I mean, I know we've seen a lot of Anakin, but it, it does require like a very special touch, I think, to fly a 7B Anakin in, in, in where we are now. Mm. Yeah, the other twos just have a ton of loadout and I'm not allowed to use them for gauntlets, lats. Oh, do we do something about the lats? I mean, not that I want you to because I'm so happy that they're finally there. But 
But maybe it is a problem that uh, Republic list building starts by putting in Hound, and then you go from there. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think they should go up in points either. Maybe remove a loadout. Yeah. Because, yeah. do you really pay six points for a lot? I would. No, absolutely not. Um, well, I mean, if you gave them even more loadout, then I might, actually. <laughs> because right now I'm starting with putting on in seven feet gunner. If I had more points, I would put on some interesting Jedi crew. But I'm not sure we should take... At least we shouldn't take all the lots that direction. No. And, and, and I'm not sure it makes sense. I mean, I think we have enough upgrade cards on our table already. So once you start talking about 30-something loadout, uh, which is what you would need, then it becomes a bit dumb. Yeah. So, Can you so imagine trying to... Uh, keep track of all your abilities with 30 points of upgrades yeah i could see i could see uh lowering the loadout or maybe just increasing seven fleet gunner actually because that would in effect do the same and it would then say well but if you don't want to fly seven fleet gunner uh then you can get to spend your money on interesting crew yeah sure it is pretty good and it I mean, you could even go as far as saying that it is a faction-defining upgrade at the moment. It is what makes them tick. Yeah. Um, okay, Padme in the N1 should be four points. I mean, maybe um... not with 22 loadout, but she should be four points. Okay. Let's have her on the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With She's no cute. Yay. And then Contrail should have less loadout. I mean, we nerfed him last time. Can we nerf him again? Yeah, um, yeah but otherwise, I think the V-Wings are kind of fine because they are in this like super vulnerable low hit point range. Yeah. Um, Torrids are hot garbage, so I don't even know if I care. Oh, Geestly's in the chat. Hey. Oh, no. Yes, Geestly, we, we replaced you with Andreas. Hey, hey. <laughs> it's fine. He doesn't love phantoms, so... Oh, I see. I have a brethren in the chat also. Twitchy555 says, Chaff doesn't feel Star Wars. That makes sense. That makes total yeah. sense to me as well. Okay. Uh, now, I'm going to be outnumbered for this next one. So let's talk about Rebels. Yay. Aha, there we uh -huh. go. We are not at all biased. Ah, there we go. Yeah, and I'm, it's not even just because I'm outnumbered. It's also because Rebels are down here at 47%, second worst faction, and uh, which means that we are only only going to talk about buffs, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, 
Beings. Actually, before we start, like very briefly, Andreas, what is is your take? Do you have a take on Rebels that does not just involve uh, Alpha? No. <laughs> okay. I mean, that is uh, strictly concise. So can we agree that the objective, since since Rebels faction identity shouldn't be Alpha, no. then the objective of this, uh, whatever buffs and nerfs we do, should be to encourage Rebels to do something else than Alpha. I mean, faction uh, identity is synergy, right? Yeah. Yes. I, I have played a synergy list uh, lately that is really, really fun. So you have first, let me just bring it up. Um, you have, of course, Luke. Why wouldn't you have Luke? With instinctive aim, proton torpedoes, munitions, failsafe, elusive, and R3 and servo motors. Mm -hmm. And then you have the infamous Colby, Spuradon with Notorious, R4, and Contraband, of course. Then you have Fen with R4 and the Child. But instead of have my love boy Wedge, I have changed him to Kraken with Elusive and Plasma Torpedo. And then you have Ezra Bridger with K K2SO. So, so you have about three ships that buffs other ships. But it's still Alpha. Yeah, I said. I didn't say it, it wasn't Alpha. I oh, it's Synergy it Alpha. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, I like I it. I, yeah, I, I like it. I like it too. It's really fun because you can have Kulby alongside with Kraken. And then you shoot with Kraken first, of course, with his plasma torpedoes. Then you shoot with Luke, his proton torpedo. Then you shoot with Kulby that's going to have both target lock and focus because yeah. he gets the action from. And then he used the contraband next turn and then he can do his shenanigans and boosts behind you k turn and yeah whatever he wants to do that's fantastic i think yeah. i think the it was a breakthrough that made also got rebels back into the cut when they decided that okay we're not going to have both luke and wedge we're going to crack one of them into two ships yeah um but it's still it's still a little sad because i mean if any faction have like a stock full of named characters is, is the rebels. Yeah. And and we are still seeing all the same names. Yeah, unfortunately. So. I mean, I, you got Ezra in, I guess. That counts yeah. for something, but you then yeah. I don't yeah. want Fen Rao in a sheath of peat. It's okay. <sighs> he doesn't hurt you that much. He doesn't hurt me anymore. <laughs> okay. Can't get to you. So, what do you want to buff? And what do you want to nerf? Uh, we don't want to nerf anything. No. No. I'll, I'll find something to <laughs> okay, nerf. We, okay, we have to nerf something. Um, Points on A-wings? A-wings are fun. Yeah. 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 I agree. I don't know how. I don't know how, but points on A-wings. Uh, even the even though it'd be you know decrease the cost or increase the loadouts, I don't know. Uh, but they're too expensive for what you get. Yeah. Yeah. In the current meta. Yeah. 
I think especially the lower initiative A wings could uh, could get some more loadout. Yeah. Somebody like uh, uh, like uh, a good old friend Hoppy, for instance, who currently has six. I mean, it wouldn't be the end of the world if you put him up a little bit higher, yeah. so he could afford both to have like conch missiles and a talent. Yeah, he's and I'm still not, he's I'm... still I free. Um, sure. and he actually has an ability where he wants to lock things. Yeah. And I'm not even talking about Hera and Jake. Uh, just the other ones. I mean, yeah. the Hera and Jake are really powerful pieces, and they can cost a little bit more. Yeah. Um, Jake well could Jake could have Jake Jake should have more loadout even. Yeah. I uh, think so. I mean. He is very good, but eight loadout for four points is still an A-wing. So, I mean, if the rest yeah. of the world looked like the rest of the world currently looks, then it's he should be he should have more. Um, yeah. I have a crazy thing here that I have thought of some time now. Uh, it's for ships that have agility one because they are always clunky and yeah, like that. I will. I will thought of why don't they have done the lightweight frame for oh, ability no. ships? Yes, please. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. No, we don't need the one. I mean, right now we are. <sighs> I feel like there are some lists that where we just are in the tyranny of one agility and ton of hull. And yeah. the thing with these ships with the low agility and lots of hull right now is that they don't really care that much about the bombs. I think we don't need I'm no lightweight kind of frame. Of course, we need. I'm kind of with Jan here, but no, you could, you could make no. the upgrade, but not work the same. Like uh, no. if you roll the blank on a one agility ship, you can change it to a focus. Yeah, yeah like uh, oh, auto thrusters, old time <laughs> auto thrusters. Is that what you mean? No, you change it to a focus. So if you have a focus token, you can convert use your token to convert it. Yeah, I mean, you still have a cost to get it, you know? Yeah, of course. Okay, how about, um, how about a card that has one charge and we will, and that is limited. You can only take it on, not limited, but it, it is restricted to one agility ships. It's a mod. And it is sort of like a hull upgrade, but you can only take it on one of the other ships. Yeah, that could work as well. Or maybe it's even better than a hull upgrade, like it ignore it allows you to spend a charge to ignore a crit or something. Ah, that would probably be bad in the objective world, but isn't that already in the game, just in the gum faction? Oh yeah, the uh, uh, the best car. Yeah, that, but for one agility. Anyway, so we want yeah. A wings on the table. Yeah. And B wings. And B wings. B wings are ridiculously overcosted at the moment. Uh, Five and six. 
Yeah, but I but think they're they're mo- uh, mostly it, five, it's, right? Yeah, there's hair at six. Uh, but I think they're a bit to try to uh, balance, so I don't blame them to keep them at five. But yeah, and that's your challenge for next time. Yeah, that's my challenge for next time. That's right. Um. I actually think, I mean, when I look at Rebels, there's so many choices yeah. that are like, they're like not unreasonable. Uh, I still, I still think that uh, Four U-Wings is really good. Yeah, but... That is crazy synergy. It is crazy it is. what you can it put is. on, the, put yeah, on those yeah. four ships. It is so bonkers. That's true. And they can have all the things. And they are not Alpha Strikers, right? They are not. They are the most rebel rebel you can build right now. Yeah. Because every single one of those four ships is going to bring something that the others are going to like. Yeah, Yeah, they're, they're positioning and reactive and defensive. Yeah, and good, strong free dice guns. Um So all the things I want to mention are not in standard play. <laughs> no. Oh really? I mean, I mean, yeah. that's not that's not that, that much there. So what is it? Twenty four hundred. I love the attack shuttle. Yeah. Uh, uh, I kind of like the E wing, and uh. I also loved playing Miranda in <laughs> the K wing. Okay. So, and you also uh, like Dash, just admit it. No. That was just just a phase, like uh, getting, uh, I don't know, some fashion statement that you regretted later. Um, <laughs> I would like to see more bigs on the table. Bring bigs back. Oh, old bigs or, or the, old new, bigs. Uh, the new old Yavin bigs? bigs? No, old bigs. You haven't seen him in years. Yeah, no, that's true. He's he's such a, he's such a staple in the X-wing uh, saga. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know if he's if he's not overpowering for four points. I don't know that. I don't know. Yeah. I think I think we sort of went through the three stages of Biggs. Like yeah. we started with Biggs walks the dogs. Yeah. Uh, then we had uh, Kanan Biggs, and then yeah. we ended with uh, uh, Fair, Fair Ship Rebels, right? And yeah. I'm just, I don't know, I think I might just be Biggs out, but I'm kind of I'm kinda in line with the new Biggs. Uh, the Yavin Biggs that sort of says, hey, look at me, I have a Proton Torpedo, so I'm an actual threat. Also, I'm not very good at flying, but if somebody next to me is good at flying, then I actually activated their initiative. <laughs> I think that sounds like something the rebels can use. He will still shoot late, yeah. uh, but I guess your friend could also just carry swarm tactics. And then yeah. as long as he's there, then you are always his initiative. Um, what can go wrong? I think new bigs might even find a place. But again, we run into this points problem where it's like, he's not going to be four points. He's probably going to be five. Yeah. 
and then he's competing with things like Thane, who already has I-5, and who could just bring a proton torpedo. And and I would not bring big Gavin or instead of Kulby, because I think Kulby at four point is so much better than these big bigs. Yeah. Because he's such a pain in there. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know. Also has Garvin, he's also a classic synergy piece. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean and he's at what what did they cost him at? He's at He's at five. five. I mean sixty loadout. Which is probably all the loadout he needs. Yeah. I mean he's fine. We don't need yeah. to lower him, no. I think. Just Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, rebels feel like a fraction overcosted, but it's a fraction we don't have. Yeah, I, I, yeah. honestly, then apart from the torpedo spam, which, I mean, if chaff were not there as much as I hate it, then I would hate rebels because I, I don't think torpedo spam is, is interesting. How could you hate rebels? Because torpedo, no, I, I don't hate rebel. I hate rebel alpha. I hate any alpha. Uh, I mean, it's fine to have like one set of proton torpedoes, but when you start building a list around just fully modded turn two popping ships, then you are just shutting so much out of the meta, just like you are if you are uh, pre-boosting and prox mining things. Uh, and, and I think it's no surprise that, that Rebels came out so hard in the start of this meta until until chaff turned up uh or the other counter i guess being like the tie fighters with like an item that just says oh you just wasted a torpedo and i spent a charge have fun mm. with that but i think rebels uh apart from their uh tendency to throw torpedoes everywhere then i actually think that most of the points are like okay and it's the rest of the game that's screwed. But if you think, like, if you compare them to each other, they are fine. Um, there's a few outliers, like Luke and Wedge, you get really get a lot of bang for your buck. Uh, and then the rest of them, they are worth their, their stuff if you can make use of the synergy that they offer to the rest of the list. And most of them do offer something. Yeah. So, so what I'm saying is that the whole game should just be, you know, cut down the torpedo spam in Rebels some way. I don't even know how you would do that. But, and then just like rebalance all the other factions around Rebels. How about making torp, uh, proton torpedoes just limited? Yeah. Like limited yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah, I think it would break this, uh, this Yavin scenario we're talking about, but... No, I mean, the, those are integrated in the cards, right? Oh, so they don't count? Yeah. <laughs> then I think the Yavin cards would be very popular. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, I get your point. <laughs> but isn't isn't Wedge slightly worse in the Yavin pack? Oh, he's I-5. 
here, but he also have need to have the you need he has to have the arc on himself to get his modification. Mm. Oh, so the, the the guy has to look at you? That's probably yes. how wet should have so. been designed from the beginning, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. I think it is. Yeah, but that's a bit fang fightery. Yeah, that's true. It is um, uh, completely thematic to the Battle of Yavin. And as we all know, the thematic argument is the argument you pull when there when isn't a real argument. When there isn't a real <laughs> argument and you just want to get your way. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. I've, I've got one. Uh, I've got, I have to pour one out for the two pilots that will never be played in any kind of scenario for anything ever okay and that, no i mean there's no place in them for them in any kind of list you build and they're not generics there are it's the z95 bandit and Talos squadron okay but we're points. not we're not we don't like generics it no 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 but this is like a special because they're crap they're bad chassis with bad options, with with no loadout, and there are three points. I'm just, yeah. it's I'm just pouring one out because I think they're the one ship in the game, uh, pa a pair of pilots in the specific uh, chassis that you can't find an argument to put at all ever. Oh. Uh. But same, yeah. same thing goes with AP5 when you have Fen Rao in the same chassis at the same point with more loadout. Yeah, sure, but you can put both of them in the list. I don't know. I actually think that, ah, yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong, Andreas, but I mean, it, AP5 does have the benefit like that if you want low initiative. Yeah. Coordination, Coordinate. yeah, on yeah. something that is fast. a good piece. Uh, but you're right. I mean, nobody's bringing him now. No, with four loadout points. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you can still use the the low initiative coordinate. True. Absolutely. Oh, oh, I don't know. I would rather bring Fenrir. 100. Yeah, but you would you rather bring a Tala squadron? Mm. <laughs> At what point in your uh, spiraling down the X-wings? Um, <laughs> no, I won't. I would No, never ever. No. Um, so okay. that's just... uh, if we have to talk about uh decimators being a problem at 7, then we have to talk about VCXs being a problem at 7 as well. Yeah, I'm but they can't side turret you. Really? What do you mean they can't side turret you? Oh, they can iron you had a me. turret. Okay. Um, they can but... bring as much, much ship as uh, the other ones with them. No, but they have yeah. a. They, they, but they do have a stronger gun. That's true. Um, why aren't uh, I mean, you take a VCX and you add Saw Crew, and essentially it's firing proton torpedoes every turn, sure, or, or uh, advanced protons at range one. But you don't have a plethora of two point ships to put with it, 
That's true. That is that is undeniably true. Yeah. So okay. That's that I think fixes that argument. So I think we, we made our point of mostly buffing the ripples. Now we're gonna talk about the lovely, lovely scum who is the worst or the best. <laughs> because I actually think the meta is at a point where like free ship scum is like a feasible thing. Uh, but statistically they're the worst at 46%. Yeah, but don't they have a lot of uh, representation? That is uh, an interesting question that I will answer for you. Yeah, because I feel like that's the truth. And, and that's why they're below average. Because yeah, they, everybody wants to play some kind of variation of old things. I mean, Scum is like uh, third most popular. They've always, they're always consistently sort of yeah. in the top three, yeah. popularity-wise. Yeah. But it has only been in the last few months that they dropped to the worst faction in the game, which is the first time since 2.0 release. Oh, wow. Like cool. August and September, they were the worst faction. So far, so... In, so far in October, they're uh, nearing they're in the middle, but we only have a little bit of data, so we don't know how that turns out. So that means the new ships are a trap. Um, I don't know if it does, <laughs> because people are not flying them. I think, I think it it means. I think you're right in that the variance in scum, like they're so far from the the people who show up and just you know don't Thanks. do that well because they just they want to bring their scum jank and they really want it to work and it doesn't. Uh, mm -hmm. And those then those who bring scum jank that works. Um, yeah. I think scum needs, and I'm not even sure we can fix it. Fix this with points. I think it's a matter of the ships that are available. Like scum needs good, like four point options that are actually worth four points, or even five point options. They don't have a lot of. They've got the rogue class. Yeah, they have cat pain. Yes. Uh. Speaking of five points, why does Prince Sizer not work? Why is because, I've never because understood. he's a star viper. So, I mean, what's not to like with the chassis that can boost and the bendy barrel, and he has a decent initiative. He's got a three three die gun. I've never understood why Prince Sizer is not a thing. No, but he, just I just think, like Bix was always has yeah. almost always been a thing. I think he's not a thing because his initiative is not attractive. I guess, and he used yeah, to be. But... He used to be. You know, it his ability didn't used to be worth his points. So if you wanted a star viper, you would just bring a generic. Um, um, now he could be a thing, but now he's not legal. Sure. Uh, and I don't want to be the guy who says like, oh, Scum needs the Kyrax because I really think the Kyrax needs to burn with fire. And I don't think like Scum doesn't need like, oh, they need their X-Wing. No, because they are not rebels. But they need yeah, you... something. 
uh, that can sort of... They need beef that is not a big ship. Of some kind. Yeah. And they just don't have it. I mean, the yeah. rogue class is the closest thing we've got. Um, maybe that could work, like... But, uh, I don't know if I see it. But otherwise, it's like big, sort of tanky, hard-punching ships, whether they're Razor Crests or YV-666s or, God forbid, Fire Sprays. Yeah, I think that's the problem. Because you can't stop it too much when you have the fire sprays in the faction. Yeah, and, and and isn't that essentially what it comes down to? It's always like whenever you want to bring in scum, you're just like, oh, but I could also bring a fire spray. Exactly. Instead. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, ah. Uh, yeah. Uh, um. I mean, Manaru, if we are to talk about, I don't know if we are to talk about nerfs on Manaru, but I think, <sighs> yeah, I think we do. I mean, just lower her points just a little bit, just to break that winning combo that is going on with her. Yeah, I um, mean, but Ma on the Manaru other hand, we... always, always feels kind of dirty if you're doing well with her, right? Yeah. Uh, mm. let's see. Uh, Day's bone arm is back. He can have the moldy crow now as well. Yeah. Although he's the iron guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, a five-point hawk with moldy crow, with fourteen loadout. I mean, that's that's good, right? If you can squeeze one iron in, then no matter who you shoot, you're ironing it. Yeah, I mean it could be good, and and the Moldicrow is certainly not a bad thing, and 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 you can afford to like put a good crew on them or something, bomb even. Um, that's five points. That's a bit much for our uh, <laughs> for a hawk. Oh, but remember, this is this is with the title. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's. Still a bit much for a hawk. Yeah, but four would be a little bit too little. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then in the jump master, you have Manaru as the 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 prize worthy option, and otherwise you can go to Dengar and you can have your seven point ship, which seems to be like at seven points. That seems to be sort of like the magic number for scum. You, there's a lot of stuff at seven points. Yeah. 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 Uh, seven, seven, six. And then I don't know. Could you make the M three A's playable? I mean, they're yeah. three points. Uh, if if Tie Fighters can be playable at three points, why are M three A's not? Because I don't know. Have, because the people have been. Uh, oh, what's the they have been uh, abusing yeah both abusing the cannon slots that's why they don't have the cannon slots no, anymore. oh they no, do they anymore. do it's uh it's their ship ability yeah so they oh, still have right. it oh but they can only bring the tractor 
Be... Yeah, they can all they can all afford iron cannon. Well, most of them uh, at least. HLCs uh, or HLCs. Yeah, that's okay. I don't have any argument then why they don't bring the M three one. Yeah, I mean you could fly six of them and two of them get to bring a proton torpedo and the other four brings uh, some kind of cannons. Do you have a two-point ship to fill up with? No, no, because the two of them are four points. Genesis Red and oh, right. Zero, Zero. Okay. So you okay. get to 20. Gotcha. Um, I mean, yeah, maybe it's their abilities. I don't know. I, I mean, you, you do have the best pilot in the galaxy. Uh, no, that's Cass. <laughs> and what's Sonny then? I don't know. He is um, um, an incurable optimist. That's what he is. That's, it says right on his correct. card. That's true. All right, so no real decision on that. No, but if, where are we buffing? I mean... Uh, I'm waiting for you to pick the Lancer, but okay. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not picking standard ships, but Lancers should have a buff. Like it is ridiculous that Assas is eight points. There you we, go. We we just learned that you know you can get Bosk for seven. So why would you have Assas for eight? I know she has force, but it's not that good. Um. So uh... the the mining guild tie is sort of dead in the water. Uh, uh, the only one that has like a really interesting ability is probably Seabor and he's four points so maybe he could be three points and then ditch most of his loadout if not all of it yeah all of it yeah. I mean he's a very scummy ship and he could he could work as like a deterrent for maybe some some things help them punch well, damage through well for sure in the current state you cannot put the mining guild ties uh, at two points that's for sure <sighs> those are ships that just ignore obstacles i mean if it's two points it's ridiculous yeah but i mean um uh, there's you can get two point vultures that ignore obstacles so yeah, for some reason that works within the confines of the, of those uh, factions. Yeah. Then in the Razor Crest, I mean, both Q9 and, and the Mandalorian sees plenty of play. It's just sort of mad. Do you want the six point or the seven points? Um, on the YV6 exists, we seem to have fallen off of them being flown much. Yeah, for some reason. I mean, we even have Latrasi at six. Yeah, I mean that should be it. I mean, look at a beefy ship that can still punch and still takes a good long while to kill for six points. I'm not sure any other faction can do that. Huh. No, it's a special kind of chassis. It's I, I don't think you can compare it with a lot of a lot of stuff. No, but still, Scum has so much crew. So yeah, yeah, yeah you can do a lot with them. 
I think both YWE and the M31 are suffering for from the not post positioning, right? I think that's the thing with the M31, why they don't take the, the chip. Yeah. Or, or does they have a barrel? They have a barrel. A okay. barrel, not a boost. Ah, okay. And their yeah. dial is kind of funky. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it it sort of feels like in the in the current game, it's just like there's just something missing in the toolbox of uh, of scum. Yeah. Uh, really? I mean, no, but in general, to build more varied lists, you can oh, okay. totally build the like uh, uh, these free ships are gonna punch you in the face. Uh, they, lists and got, usually but... some of those ships are going to be fire sprays, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, they have a lot of toolboxy lists. Oh, and can we just put Mole back to eight points, please? Yeah, he do doesn't that. need to be nine. He doesn't need to be anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, new stuff ST70 assault ship. Yeah, but it's good. Yeah. I think they are priced right. Yeah. All right. I think Scum is probably overall priced right. I mean, it's very sad that uh, we don't see the Fang Fighters. Speaking of uh, like free dice punch in yeah. smaller on smaller bases, but they're just not. I mean, when you play against an enemy that is all spread out, then the Fangs are just not worth five points. Yeah. But they would be broken at four. And. It's not about the loadout because Fangs have never been about the upgrades in order to be efficient. No. Maybe a fearless yeah. in there, very yep. good upgrade, uh, or some of the new Mandalore things. <laughs> so, I mean, you can find things to use them for the upgrade points and get value out of them, but it doesn't change the fact that it still feels really bad to pay five points for Joy or Cat. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's move on, uh, sort of, to the upgrades. Is there anything that stands out? Uh, I mean, upgrade cost means a lot less now, but yeah, I don't know. Um, chaffs. Chaffs. Yeah, I think we gotta discuss chaffs and maybe even like mines. And I also think the combination of chaffs and uh, the bomber pilot, bomber gunner. Uh, I, don't, I don't even think we have to uh, fix chaffs if they just put a rule in that each ship can only do one thing each uh, system yeah, phase. That is true. I think chaff will still be a problem, but it will at least require marginally more skill i don't know it, it would be a, a lot less of a problem if they can't uh, pre-position before dumping that yeah um and i mean the skill bombardier that's the one i was yeah the sk skill bombardier is i don't like that combo with the, the chats yeah 
No, no, because right now you can, you can change the template with Skill Bombardier and you yeah. can pre-boost before and you already have several options for Chaff. Exactly. So there's like three things. If we only had one thing, I don't think it would be a problem. I think it's still a problem if you had two of those things. No, exactly. Um, but maybe, yeah, maybe do the you cannot repass and then kill the gunner slot on on the chaff or make it only work on uh, no kill the the, the gunner slot on the fomber or only yeah. make the bombardier only work when dropping like exactly. an errata yeah. or only work for bombs yes I mean, it's or make it only only work for if you would uh Drop. use a one template you can use a two template. That is true. Yeah, that's that works as well. Because of Emon, you mean? Yeah. 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 Then uh sneakily hot take. And I never thought I would say this, but I think maybe the child needs to be more expensive. I know mm -hmm. he comes with such a okay. huge downside that even when he came out, we were we were joking that maybe this card is free. But yeah. uh, we have just seen that there are just the places where he's actually used are places that don't care that much about the downside. Either because uh, they have like, I don't know, like the good old Ur Ursa Ren. Oh, you want to target like me? That sounds fine. Or... Uh, I'm Mark Vallaro, so your target locks doesn't mean that much to me. Or just put it on something that Thanks. the opponent actually doesn't want to shoot at. I use him on Fen all the time. Yeah, I'm actually wondering why that works out for you. Is that because, because people don't have time to shoot Fen? Yeah, you would rather shoot something else than Fen. And then if you shoot Fen, he can block you and he has the force. And if you take the damage, you get the force back, of course. Yeah, that makes sense. And Fen is also, if you shoot, if you're shooting Fen, you don't shoot in anything else from the wrist. So you, oh. wouldn't, so you don't shoot either Luke, Wedge or Calvi. Yeah. But I, I could see I could see the chat go up. Yeah, um, yeah. I just noticed twi in Twitch chats we we have uh, Twitch five by five saying B wings uh, B wings are really for huge and capital ships attacks. So if you get a decent epic two point five rule system, they should come into their own, which I think is sacrilege. No, I think it's true, but I think they should also work just fine in Starfighter combat. Uh, yeah. I mean, with the same argument that bombers should also only work against their pick ships. Yeah. Um, or bombs, ah. bombs in general. Um, yeah, otherwise, it's, I don't actually feel like there's a lot of upgrades that sort of sticks out. I mean, we talked about wartime loadout. Um, but that's more like a how do you point the whole thing. Yeah. And also... The oh, ferris, ferrisphere paint. I want ferrisphere paint to go up. No, shh, don't, don't, <laughs> don't ruin it. Okay, so I that was it agreeing. 
if people no. didn't understand. He, that was <laughs> him admitting that, yes, it probably should. Oh, you always have to take away my toys, don't you? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I guess I do. Yeah. Um, I, I think you hit the nail on the head for when he started. Uh, the points on the upgrades don't matter that much anymore. Just yeah. don't. I mean, everything's sort of reasonably costed because the confines is always the loadouts. Yeah, I think, and and that's actually what I think makes the loadouts hard is that there are some ships where. You know, you have loadout and you look at it and you're like, okay, I'm going to get these free upgrades and I'm going to see what else fits. And I don't really care if I get that much value because I've already gotten what I need. And then there are the few ships where you can exactly spend every last point of loadout and all of them are just fantastic for you. And everything works out. Sure. Like, mm. th this is loadout you would also have put on in 2.0 if you had to pay squad points for the loadout. Yeah. Uh, and for them, the loadout is just that much more much more worth it, right? Um, but I think for most of the, like, the crew carriers, for instance, it's like, eh, you can usually, like, put whatever crew you want on and then sort of eh, fiddle around with that. And you run into like other problems, like over in resistance, you're like, oh, but I want, you know, Rose and Finn on my Falcon. Oh, but that means I can't have the Rose part and the Finn part. Um, and also I'm flying Ray, so I cannot use Ray Gunner. And, and that's sort of a resistance problem. Sure. That they don't have that many named characters. Oh, Seven Fleet Gunner. We talked about that. Seven Fleet Gunner. Up. Yeah, we talked about it in the faction. Yeah. I mean, that's not really a generic. No, this Discord missiles also up. Just because we yeah. just dislike separatists. Sure. That makes sense. Uh... Okay. Yeah. Can, can I just return to the Fomber argument where people say, oh, but it's a unique and specific playstyle for that ship that I get to boost and drop Prox Mines on you. Remember when Auto Blasters was banned and everybody was like, yes, we don't like auto damage. This is not different. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, auto Blasters. Oh. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. It just makes me sad. I agree. What are the... Where are they here? The torpedoes. Which um, ones? Page 19 at the bottom. Yeah. I think maybe. Let's just point up proton torpedoes some more. I think that's how you... Because then at least if you want to bring Luke and Wedge and you want them both to have torpedoes, you can. But then those Lukes and Wedges are suffering in other ways. Yeah. Um, sure. I mean, that's one way to do it. 
it probably just means that there are even fewer things that can actually bring proton torpedoes because there are some where they have like 12, 13, 14 loadout and you're like, oh, I can just fit them, but then I have nothing or do I want to go lower? But eh. I mean, speaking of uh, the attack against capital ships, let's all agree <laughs> that proton torpedoes, like they are torpedoes. They were not designed to be shot against starfighters. That, right. was not, that was not a thing. To put them on starfighters? No, no, you have them on starfighters, but you don't use them against starfighters. That is not what proton torpedoes were made for. Yeah. They're like big and slow, right? That's why you have missiles. They're they are anti-starfighters. Anyway. Um, so. Yeah. Let's see how all that goes. Um. In will be future. interesting cool mm. i think yeah i think the this will be the most interesting points change yet because i mean what direction are they going to yeah yeah i agree and i think i think it will be interesting to see if they if they keep on the I'm actually interested if they're going to do a stream and like last time talk about what they changed and so on. I think that would be interesting because they, they had this uh, this sort of talking point going at one point where they were like, oh, we just aim to balance things so we never have to change them again. And no. uh, first of all, that's like wildly optimistic to say just before you release your first points or even yeah. when you do the first change. And I also think that I don't think X-Wing will, will ever be good that way. We need nope. the shakeups. That's my yeah. opinion, at least. And or else we'll get the final form. Yeah, and it will probably take longer. I mean, this uh, point change haven't even been that long. It's only been like four months uh, since we got points last time, which is like very short, actually. But it feels no. like a longer time. One year. If, if I think if it's like a year for me. Yeah, but this is the first time where they are going from something that is not completely screwed up into something new. And I think that is interesting because this is where we see not the big wild changes like, oh, haha, we were just kidding about that Paris with the concussion missiles for free points. That was obviously a joke. Let's remove that. And and similar things and, and doing sort of wild changes. And now they're doing more... They should be doing smaller adjustments, expecting me. And I'm interested in seeing how that works out. Yeah. Uh... Yep. Yep, cool. yep, yep. Let's get into the shout outs. We're into the shout out section. So let's, uh, let's uh, have our dear guest start. Will shout out uh, Thomas at Asmodi Nordics for being so friendly and helping me out with the qualifier. Awesome, awesome. And uh, with the price war, of course. Yeah. Uh, do, is there still a lot of Swedes that we need to shame for not signing up? Yes. All of them. Shame, shame, shame. Shame. 
Especially yeah. if you live in Malmö. Yeah, especially I guess. in Malmö. Yeah, but they are and in the TMC group. How dare you not <laughs> sign up yet? <laughs> so that's a, it's a really fun thing because no excuse. No, no, no. TMC player has signed up yet. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. <sighs> so they are really getting the shame now. How dare you? How well, dare you? Uh, yeah. I mean, we we should just tell them as it is, Andres. Like, if yeah. if you Swedes don't get your act together, the next time we're gonna do the Nordics somewhere else. Yeah. In Iceland. Yeah. Or in Denmark. Ew! Don't push <laughs> it. <laughs> no, Denmark would actually be fine. Yeah. Um. Any other shoutouts, Andres? Maybe for Arvid and Tobias, who is, and Jan, who is helping me with the tournament. Oh yeah. Ah. Jan, Jan, who dodged out and realized that he was a horrible X-wing player, that but he could still judge, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can still make make life miserable for other people. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. Great. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do the do the Thule shout out. Yes. So uh, we have a special from all Thules, present and non-present. We have a special shout out to Patrick Wheaton, who recently uh, visited some of the Thulus in uh, in Nexus in Reykjavik. And, yeah, I was uh, busy. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and now it's in the wrong country. Um, but uh, apparently we, he uh, he set a trend for the new way, like if you don't want to support us on Patreon and or, or if you also want to support us on Patreon but you want to support us even more, do like Patrick, bring whiskey. Or bourbon, bourbon, I think it was, and lots of it for the hosts. So instead of dollars on Patreon, we accept hard liquor. Yes, especially if Uh, it's handed over in person. Yep, even more, even more so. So thank you for that, Patrick. Yes, heart held. uh, Thank you from all of us. Um. So I'll shout out to all the people going to Nordics. Uh, I am keeping my options open and I so want to go. Um, I thought you already I, ordered the ticket. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, the, the yeah, my card was declined or something. <laughs> uh, and no, I'm, I'm just... Uh, okay, it, it, if you order the ticket. Yeah. I will find room in our Airbnb for you to sleep on the floor. Uh, and before? Christian, and Christian, if you're listening to this, then just pretend when he shows up that we agreed it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I can, I can even, you know, uh, put something in my car that we can sort of roll out and have an interim mattress on. But I, I know you're getting older, but I mean, you're not as old as me, right? True. All right. That's that's me for now, and then I'll just shout out Jesper. Yes, and I want to shout out all my pink boys, especially those of them who are road tripping with me 
uh, or I with them or whatever to the wonderful city of Jüterborg. Uh, and I'm so much looking forward to three days, two nights surrounded by people in pink t-shirts. Oh wait, Andreas, can I wear a pink t-shirt while I'm judging or are there special judge it's okay. shirts? It's okay. It's okay. Um, so yeah. Special rules for special people. Yes. First hair. <laughs> so pink hype and, um, and then I want to shout out Nobby and sorry for recording on a different day. So you're probably not up. Yep. Yep. Great. But uh, then I guess there's nothing left but to say goodbye. 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 And thank you, Andres, for coming on the show. Of course. Yeah, it was very lovely to have a guest on. Yes. Anytime. Just tell, tell me. Cool. Fantastic. And I think we, we, we have to buy buy a rebel theme this time then in honor of Andres. Hmm. Sure. You want to take it away? Me? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's a <laughs> bye, 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 Wang to put